welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? In today's video, we are going to talk about getting out of tier 10 because it's not uncommon. I know a lot of you guys want to get out of Amazon merch tier 10. And those of you guys that aren't in Amazon Merch, when we talk about getting out of tier 10, what are we really saying? We're saying we want sales yesterday, you know, and we can't go back in time, so we want sales today, the next best thing. And if we ain't getting them today, we want them tomorrow. We want sales as soon as possible. That's how you get out of tier 10. So in this video, because I know this is such a common thing, I'm going to kind of tell the story of somebody who recently messaged me on Facebook really wanting to get out of tier 10. Uh, actually asking me to promote t-shirts and I said, well, I can't promote your t-shirts because like my audience is t-shirt sellers. You know what I mean? What am I going to do? Sell, sell ice to an Eskimo. Like it's not, not a great marketing strategy, but at a minimum we'll look at their t-shirts and they said, Hey, I don't even mind provide some feedback on the shirts and hopefully everybody can benefit from it. So that's our plan for the video today. Uh, Satoshi, my little puppy wanted to say hello and uh, yeah, let's get right to reviewing these t-shirts. We're going to jump on over to Amazon and review these shirts in just a second, but I wanted to remind you, I wrote a free Amazon merch seven day mini course. All I need is your email address and I'll send you one lesson a day for seven days. The link is in the description. Also down there, you'll find a link to my Amazon merch Facebook group. So I hope you guys will check that out. All right. So it looks like they are selling Halloween shirts. Now, first thing we're going to look at is the design. All right, and we have a couple shirts that they sent me, so we won't spend too long on any one of them, but we'll kind of breeze through, hopefully make this useful to everybody watching. First thing, uh, you didn't make the shirt available in black, and black is the best-selling shirt color. Now, if I'm not going to do that, then what I would probably do, since it's a Halloween-themed shirt, is sell it only on an orange shirt. <laughs> like it, It's Halloween. We know the two main colors, black, orange. If you're not going to do black, which I understand why you didn't do black, because the foreground design is black, why not just do orange? You know, I mean, it pops, it stands out, and it fits the theme of people actually looking for Halloween shirts. Now, in terms of a design, I, I don't un- honestly really understand what's going on in this design. It looks like there's a whole lot. It's very busy. It's asymmetric, and it doesn't really seem cohesive to me. So I don't like the design much at all. All right, I- I'm just keeping it real here. Like, we're trying to be productive. Now, I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings, but, like, you know, we're trying to make money here, right? And it's crunch time. It's Q4. It's crunch time. We need to get going. I don't like this design. I would be like this to me. I look at it and I'm like, okay, they probably got home from their nine to five job, had a bunch of stuff going on. They only had five minutes to upload something. And like I always say, something is better than nothing. So they took my advice. They spent five minutes or less on this design and moved on. You know what I mean? Cause they, but again, that was great, you know, cause you did something, you didn't do nothing, but now you need to circle back and delete this because this sucks. I'm just keeping it real. This isn't good. Nobody's going to watch this video and say this is good. All right, let's be real here. Uh, so yeah, on to the next design. We're not even going to look at the keywords. I don't think it matters. All right, this design, uh, you know, it's a Halloween design, right? Like what are the primary keywords for this design? Halloween shirt, you know what I mean? Haunted haunted house maybe, right? But, but haunted house shirt. You know, I, I don't know how prominent of a search term that is, haunted house shirt. And if you want to get indexed on more prominent words, what is it, what is it going to be? Halloween shirt, right? And you're going to be like one of you know 10 million t- t-shirts indexed on Halloween shirt. So I really suggest honing in on specific sub-niche 
themes for Halloween. If you if you really want to sell Halloween stuff, right? And Halloween is selling right now, but you got to pick some sub niches. If you want to do hyper generic shirts, like what you know, you're lost in the mix. You'll never show up on page one. If you're not on page one, it doesn't matter if you're on page two or page 99. No one's gonna see your shirt. So, uh, you know, really hone in on a sub niche of Halloween. Um, go with the pick a graphic and add some text. Make it symmetrical. Simple things like that. You know, I, I do offer a design course just the print on demand design portion i mean i have a full print on demand course as well um but like for 49 dollars, you can get the design course i'll link it in the description it is well worth its uh its cost of admission that's you know not that many it's like 10 sales 10 10 sales at 19.99 you've paid for the yeah or you know if you don't want the course just go look at the best sellers at a minimum just look at the best sellers and learn from them okay because you're not going to see any best sellers that look like this with a square you know, square design, uh, you know, on a shirt that it just doesn't look good. You're not going to see bestsellers like that. Um, all right. So next up, uh, this is a much better example of a design that looks like it belongs on a t-shirt, right? It's not a square, right? It's not asymmetric. Asymmetric's fine, but you got to be good when you execute asymmetric designs. This to me looks like it was created by a graphic designer that knows what they're doing, right? Like this is a cohesive design. The, it doesn't look to me like there's any elements out of place, Great color contrast. Um, offering it on a black T-shirt, by the way, looks great. And if you're gonna do Halloween, you know, you could just do black and orange. I'm not saying you have to do just black and just orange, but a quick aside, right? Uh, th- there is a thing where it's like paralysis by overanalysis of choice. <laughs> there was a good te- TED talk. I wish I still had it uh, bookmarked, but it was like somebody gave a TED talk years ago talking about like if someone has too much choice, it's almost like they can get paralyzed in the decision-making process. And either go with nothing or make a decision and then second guess themselves and not get any enjoyment out of the decision they made because they don't know if they made the right one or the wrong one. So it was an interesting one. I think it was about like tomato sauce or something. Anyways, um, so sometimes like less colors is okay. Like in this case specifically, Halloween, I think it's just fine because you know why you're wearing a Halloween shirt, right? Because it's Halloween. So it doesn't have to be Halloween, but you know what I mean? It's it's this, it's this the season. So black, orange, just fine. Uh, this is a shirt though that I think you uh you know may actually make a sale in you may want to hone in on some specific phrases right and instead of me guessing what phrases those should be why don't you go to amazon search bar start typing you can either use the default autocomplete which is a great way to find phrases that people are searching right because it won't autocomplete things that people aren't looking for it will autocomplete things that people are looking for right so you might type which shirt and it may give you some long tail keyword suggestions There's also a free Chrome extension, all right, free, called AMZ Suggestion Expander. I can link to that in the description as well. It does exactly what it sounds like. It takes the autocomplete on Amazon and it expands it. So you can find even more long-term keywords, um, long-tail keywords. When it comes to a title, like I always try to get my primary uh, keywords and phrases in the title. Try to get a couple good phrases that aren't super generic right so it's like which halloween costume you know which which halloween costume that's okay but you're selling a halloween costume shirt so you probably shouldn't have put the four women i mean maybe that works because that is like, like an example of long tail right but um you're basically hoping to get an exact match you know given how generic this is with halloween shirt and how many listings are in amazon's catalog like be realistic here there's millions plural you're hoping for an exact match. You're hoping someone types in which Halloween costume for women's shirt, which, I mean, why not right now? Let's just type it in. Let's see if you show up. All right. I uh, don't see you. Don't see you. If you're not on page, not that you won't, you, not that you can't be on page one, but they're not going to give you like a mainstay 
spot on page one. They're most likely, if they do give you a chance, because Halloween's so generic, they'll give you like one impression in search results and then that'll be it and then you're gone. You know what I mean? So no, you, you didn't show up in page one in this test. So that's why you really want to hone in on sub niches and cross niches and not the super generic stuff. All right, this design says throw the dice witches. Throw the dice witches. And let's get out of full screen real quick. Throw the dice witches. Is that a thing? Throw the dice witches. Okay, I guess it is. Okay, so this is an example of what I was talking about here. Uh, throw the dice switches. I, I didn't know. I mean, I don't. I, I definitely don't know everything when it comes to niching, uh, niching down and sub niches, and that's why we just type it in the search bar and validate. You know, you can use um, Chrome extensions to view the BSR in search results, and that is definitely a nice way of getting to a glimpse into a niche as a whole, at least page one, and checking the BSRs and seeing how well they're they're selling, which is basically a way of gauging demand. Um, I think you got some nice fonts there. But those cobwebs and the size of your font, like the way that I would have designed this, and I'm just being nitpicky here, like I think this is definitely one of your best designs so far, is I would put throw on its own line so I can make it big. And then the on its own line so I can make it big. Like if you're going to use a font with those weird cobwebs, it makes it hard to read. So you need to make the font bigger in my opinion. Um, That being said though, I think this is still like a good design relative to the other ones we looked at. Uh, and then you switch the font up on the bottom. I, I don't know that you needed to do that. I think, and this is a good example of a design that you just pick one font family, roll with that. Switching it up there, I don't know that that made much sense. Um, okay. This design says spooky teacher. So I'm not going to try to validate this niche for you. I think the design looks definitely like good enough to make a sale, but it, it's weird that there's like random, uh, like white dust on the design as if it was like a <laughs> Photoshop magic wand attempt that didn't go through completely and it left <laughs> like it left some stuff behind i mean that's the only part of this design i don't get it looks like potentially it's like or like a grunge pattern was overlaid and i don't know um again i'm being nitpicky here but i i i don't know if i was actually going to buy this shirt and i noticed that i'd probably like just find another one because obviously on amazon there's going to be a lot of options um so yeah i mean i don't know what's going on with that design next one uh, this says, for some of us, Halloween is every night. And again, your font selection, it's very small. It's a very thin font. And in between the letters, you have like birds. So it's, without getting into all the details, you know, you can definitely simplify these, okay? If, if shirts are selling that say, for some of us, Halloween is every night, great, you validated a niche. For your design, just make sure the text can be read easily. Okay, now if you want, I will link in the description. I will link to, right now it's my favorite. It's my go-to. It's the first font that I think of using. I'm not saying I use it every time, but it's like one that's like, I'll start there and then I'll find another font if I don't like it. It's called Edmund Texture. You can get it on Creative Fabrica. So either join Creative Fabrica for a dollar or just download the font, you know, whatever it costs. I've seen the price fluctuate, so I don't know what it actually costs right now, but it's my go-to. Like it has certainly paid for itself um, in the case of me using it. And again, just using this font though won't solve all your problems. You still want to make make the font size bigger, right? And then also, I don't think you need all of these extra elements like floating around your designs, like the the zombie hand, the witch hat, the flying witch, the trees. You don't need all those, okay? You do not need all those. Um, and I do like that you made the word Halloween a different color. I know you did that on a previous design. Sometimes it's okay if the text has like one primary word that that, that really matters. I don't always change the color. I think more times than not, I don't do that, but I'll make that word bigger. 
right? Because we are guiding people's eyes. First thing they see, centered graphic of ghosts. Next thing they see, the big word. After that, they see the small text, right? And we guide their eyes like one, two, three. This is how you see our design. All right, next design says spooky season. Uh, I think this design is fine. It doesn't need those extra like little floating ghosts on the left and right side of spooky. Um, this font right here, honestly, I don't know what that's called, but that, that font to me is like perfect for Halloween. It's got the grunge effect. It's big, it's bold, it's easy to read. Whatever font that is, um, keep using that one. Use that one more if you're gonna keep doing Halloween. Um, that said though, spooky season shirt, you know, spooky scene, sorry, spooky season Halloween shirt, very generic. So sometimes you can do everything right, but then you're in the wrong niche or you didn't sub niche down far enough, you know? Think of Amazon's, catalog and the algorithm that has to figure out whether or not to show your shirt or 5 million other shirts, especially when your shirt has no sales history and at least enough shirts indexed on these generic keywords to fill page one of search results do have sales history. Who are they going to put in front of the customer? Most likely the ones, the listings with sales history. So you can do yourself a favor by niching down. Sometimes I know it's random, but you can put like the year all right, now customers may not search for the year, but at least the year signals to the algorithm like, hey, this is a little bit fresh. I mean, the algorithm also knows when you created the listing, like that data point is available. But sometimes I think that is like a maybe a chance to stand out and get some additional eyeballs on your listing. All right, this one says this is Boo Sheet. So I, I think this is, you know, a pretty well-known Halloween sub-niche. And I don't know if I like the font though. <laughs> Again, your font selection. And then you also keep adding these like floating elements like the star, the moon, the witch. It doesn't need those in my opinion. If you're gonna do those, you have a little um, green to red sunset in the background. Cut them out as silhouettes in the background of the sunset. But when you keep putting things in close proximity to your text, it just makes it hard to read. All right, and the last design here, this, or sorry, tis the season. All right, so tis the season, and it is a Halloween, you know, ghost shirt, very generic. I don't know what to say here. I mean, the design seems good enough. It's got that, like, 60s, 70s vibe. Um, you forgot to cut out the the white portion in between your letter A and your letter O at the bottom there. So it's a little, you might, might want to fix that design and then re-upload because um, it doesn't look right at all. Uh, besides that, though, I mean, this is similar to, you know, a niche that was definitely popping on Etsy at a minimum over the summer. Uh, that style of design, the 60s, 70s. And I mean, I don't know. I think this one's definitely good enough to sell. So I would just fix the design. All right, and that's it. Uh, I hope this video was useful, not only to the person that messaged me, their designs, but to everybody that watched. Um, if you have any other questions or tips you already know, hit me up in the comment section so I can uh, get back to you and see what's on your mind. Also, like and subscribe on your way out. That is always appreciated. And I'll see you guys tomorrow with a new video. Mm -hmm.